0: Okay, Daf Aleph, we're starting from the bottom line of Ayon Ubaiz. So we have a problem, right? We have a problem throughout the daris. All of Klysol gets mixed up, marrying here, marrying there, there's issues in Amzeris, of Amzeris, Chalo, of Halolim, all kinds of questions in the earlier generations. So Kashbok who's going to be mist Addigmark says later, Aliyo. Here he says that Krashbok is going to be Metar the Shvatim. So shift to Shalevi Matar tchila. He's going to start with the shevet of Levi, who he needs to work in the base of And What is this all based on? Based on a Pasik Amalochi, the Pasik says, the Yoshev talking about Bad Alianovi, the Yoshiv Mitsaref U Kesef. He's going to be purifying. The silver, and obviously he was referring to Klay Yusel, Vitir as Bene Levi, and he's going to start with Bene Levi, Vizikek or Sam Kazav, Kazah, Vahil Hashem, Magishe and then Hashem will have people to be able to work in the base Samikdish and do the Avoida. Rashi learns that this in the Gemara holds when it says Metaher, it actually means separate like like your Matar silver. You're separating out the puzzle people. So, you have possibly, be have kosher people. We don't know who's who. Kushpok is come to come and actually separate them out. But it doesn't mean Matar like make them toher. It actually means separating. Whereas, I'm going to be Malevi, and be Malevi says, Kesef Matar Mamzer. He says that it's going to be a much uh, better or easier process or more uh, inventive process, maybe, that anybody who's tome that we're unaware of will become automatically toher. And the way he says it is, kesef mitar Because they married into all these families for their money, and all kinds of other issues, ignoring the Yichos problems, that made a spread of psulim and even mamzerim in all of Kla, Yisrael. And therefore, Kosh is just going to say, forget it. Let's start from scratch. Everybody's to our clean slate. Av mitar, mitar kesef. So he learns mitar, doesn't mean to separate. Metayer means to purify that they're automatically kosher. And what does it mean, according to that? It means that at that point in history, this sounds like it'll be La'asid, everybody that's Nitma will be Nitma. And then, as we'll see throughout the Sugya, it's not just a question of La'asid, it now becomes the Halacha nowadays as well. Since that's going to be the situation, we're not particularly concerned about Yichus now for this point as well. Gufa. I'm gonna read the with Shmuel. says Israel. 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 So we said Bavel was squeaky clean in terms of ichos because that's what took everybody out one way or the other. And Israel was not so clean. So says the Gemara. So Bimai Rebbe when Rebbe who was the nasi in Israel, Bikshulah says Bavel. Israel. Israel. They said, you know what? That's not nice. Israel is the the capital of Klal. Israel. is where the Sanhedrin is. Israel was the Torah was. Bimai Rebbe. Let's clean it up. Let's go town to town, find all the psulim and get rid of them. So, Amalihem, so this, is, this was a, a ground-up sort of activity that they wanted to do. So Rebbe said, Rebbe said, I'm from Mishpach Hill." We know the Gemara said in Pesachim, the hill actually came from Bavel. So Rebbe said, I come from Bavel, Right, I'm. I'm already. I'm already cleaned up here. Now you're trying to start up with me and trying to get out to all better than that. I'm not the right person to do this job. So, he's a uh, you know tenth generation Yerushalmi, as we say, and he he can do it better for you. So, fine. So, they went to him to, to try to start this ground up activity. That's just the way it is. Now, he's mashma. either you can't clean it up, or you're not even supposed to clean it up. This is the way Kosh wants it. We're supposed to leave it as is. Because remember, when you clean it up, what does that mean to clean it up? That means you're messing up many, many families and many, many families, Shaduchim and all kinds of children puzzling, and it's going to lead to a mess as we'll see in a second. very Pinchas later on, bixu also, last his Bavol, Eretz they tried to clean up Eretz Yisrael to make it cleaner than Buvel. He said, Pinchas said Adav, he said to his servants, who brought him in and out of the Beis Medesh, When I say them, I'm going to go in today and say two controversial halachas in the Beis Medish. And when I say them, Taluni barisa get ready to run. Okay, yes. grab the chair and get out of there. So when he got to the Beis Medesh, first of all, he said, Manater. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about badach chickens. Who needs badatch chickens? There's no halach of shechita at all, midaraisa. So they is So it's makhlaikis, the monokulin. But he was paskidding that, you know, din shrita midaraisa. Shrita is only midarab on by birds. Oh tumult. Chairs start flying in the basement. People are pulling out rajbahs. Everyone's like tumbling on the halacha. And at the Yassi while they were tumbling about that, he whispered, by the way, Colorado is Isa, 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 not luvarisa Ratsu. out of here! Right. So, uh, by the way, you're all possible because you're all living in Eretz Israel, and uh, that's just the way it is. Get me out of here. So they chased. They, they, they didn't. It didn't work so well. They chased after him. Vloigil. They couldn't. They couldn't catch up to him, and he escaped. So Yashu Batkus and I said, "Okay, what is this business in Eretz Israel Is possible? Let's start checking into the families. They start checking into the families at Shigila, Sakano, Pirshu, until they realized that some of the most miyuchas families. Either miyuchas in terms of chashivas, or miyuchas in terms of strength, you know, the gangsters, were actually from puzzle families, and therefore this became a dangerous activity, and they said, okay, we'll stop, and they left it the way it was. he swore by the heichel, we can do this. If you gave me the task, we can clean it out. But my right? There's Gedali Adar that we're gonna find that Have these and Mamzeris and Avdus and whatever it is, it's not gonna be good. So why don't we do it? So what does that mean? So what do all these to mean? The mice of this Psuleman cell. So how does this work? Going back to Bishu Malavi, was talking about Lawsid, but we're going to, going to apply it nowadays, that if you know someone is a Mamzer, of course they're a Mamzer, they're a apostle. there's no debate, we're not like we're getting rid of Hilchus Mamzeros. If you know their mamzer is a mamzer. But if you have a family that you know somewhere in that family is a mamzer, that's what you don't have to worry about. Now by Mamzeris, this is an easy issue. As we'll see by Sheikh the Gemara, the halacha is that Suffolk mamzer is mamish muter. When right? a Suffolk mamzer is muter, the Torah says only mamzer vada, mamzer suffolk. we'll see that in the next few days. By other psulim, it's a little bit hard to understand the halachic, issue, like how this works, how do you have it, there's also a of Suffolk, Eved is Mutter, an evid is an evid, a Cholol is a Chol, and whatever other psalm you might have, and therefore it's not clear exactly how it works, but this is what the is, and this is where, how it stands. I'm rabbiya. am we, we also have a, a price like that. It says, There was a family lived over there in Evar That family, we knew for sure who was Pusel in that family. And he pushed them away. He said, you're out of Kala Yisrael. Not out of Kala Yisrael, but you, everybody should know you're Psulim and not marry into your family. So there was another one, which was, I guess, a suffolk of p'sulim. He said, no, you're Kasher. And he brought them in those types of families that we can identify specifically what's what and what's where, that Elio, will, yes, he'll say, yes, that family is kosher, that family is posel, and the ones we know for sure. But only if we know, but if it's just rumors about a family, and even though there might actually be someone possible in that family, but although if it's not known specifically that we don't have to m- m- deal with it at all, and we can ignore those halachas. There was another family Also there was another family It seemed to be more like the Suffolk type type of family That we, we knew there was some but We didn't know who it was The Chum didn't tell anybody no one we'll bother. They kept it a secret, and some people learn zayar. Some people figured out which people have the plusal families, as we'll see in a second. And Pamach b'shvuah. So once every seven years, they would tell over to the tamidim quietly that in Megalit, certain families that if you could do your best to avoid marrying into those families, that's a better idea. twice every seven years. What? What's the, what's the doing it once in what, what the, Nothing to do with shmita. Just no, that's I enough. That's enough to keep it that we don't forget it. It's a question what's the minimum we need to do? We don't want to do this at all, but we also don't want people to forget that there's these possible families. So, what's the minimum we can do? Chat van Ghan felt once every seven years, we can pass it on to a new set of Talmidim quietly. Okay. That'll okay. be good. One's one's seven years. Correct. Maybe every time they got back to Ayan Aleph and Kedushan and that was what they did. Very good. <laughs> It makes sense that they did it less, not more. Kadisanya, we say Irani Nazir. If someone says I'm gonna be a nuzir, Imlaya Gala Mishbachis, Imloya Gamishbachas. If I'm not Megalamishbakas, I'll be a nozir. It's a choice. Right? Should I be a nuzir, which we said is not a good thing to do, or should I be Meghalaya, all these possible families? So yeah, nozer will egal mishbakas, it's better to be a Nazir, and not be Megala anything. So you see, i highly discouraged people from being Megala these families. Maybe keep, it a, keep the information available, but don't tell, do it publicly as much as possible. On another point, taking just a left turn, just to get to this point of things in which we did not teach people in public, we have the four-letter name of Hashem, which we write, Yud, hei Vav, and hei, which we pronounce, Aleph, Dalad, Nun, So that name, that's also something they used to teach once every seven years. Now, there's not much to teach in terms of the writing of it. That's obvious, and if we do it all day long. The, the hezber, and the Kabbalah, etc. Behind that Shem HaShem, that's also something they used to keep and not teach publicly that often. twice every seven years. Here also, makes more sense that they did it less and therefore only once every seven years. The khsif the Pasuk says uh, in in, in Shemais, it says I'll read the beginning of the Pasik. So what does it mean? So first we dash in the first part of the Pasik. olam means the Alam. See if there's no vav there. And therefore, we read it not La forever, but it's a Creeksiv, and we're dashing also the way it's written that it's La Lam, that you should hide it, you should cover it over. And therefore, it makes more sense that they only taught it once every seven years, not twice every seven years. Ravah saw the midrash of the Pirka. thought he was going to give a sheer on. The Alam Ksif. No, we have a cabal that you should not give this year publicly, even if you're going to say it over once every seven years, you do it to a few Talmudim, etc. You don't do it publicly. Ravina Rami, Ravina Rev. Avina said, once we dash in this psukim, we were a in the psukim. Not up, but the psukim are a little bit cryptic. It says, why does it say zeshmi Could have just said, zeshmi vadar. So why does it say the word Zet twice? It's mashware talking about two different things. Not the way it's written is the way that you pronounce it, right? right? It's written with the Yod-Hei Vav-Anei, but it's actually pronounced Alef-Dalad-Nun-Yod, and therefore it's, those are two different versions, not different versions, flavors, but different versions of the same Shem HaShem, and there's two aspects of it, the aspect of the way it's written, and the aspect of the way that it is pronounced. There's other Shemus of Hashem, ben There's a twelve-letter name of Hashem. That's something that people used to use specifically the kainim in the Beit when they said birchas Kayanim The ones who knew this twelve-letter shame would use that one when they said the brachas of birchas kainim. the pritzim who used to use the shame Hashem what we call practical Kabbalah, right? They used to use it to do stuff, right? To cheat on tests or all kinds of stuff. Who knows what they used to do? So then they kept it quiet. We're not teaching this to anybody else anymore. This is a name that we keep, and only the kind of who need to know and are worthy of knowing, we tell them. So now you had a situation, Rashi says, where the Kohenim would go up to the Duchan, and some of them would say the Shema Hashem of the four letter name, and some of them would say the Shema Hashem of the 12 letter name and so we wanted to make sure that the ones who were using the twelve letter name didn't say it in a way that everybody else could hear so they would be muffled in the niggin that they used but for some nigin, which some say is a nigin from Deri and and uh, therefore they wouldn't be able to hear everybody else saying it if Typhoon apparently was a kohen and his cousin was a kohen as well and they went up to the duchan Bent over to listen, and he said the Shem Hashem of twelve letters there. So whether if Tafra was a coin or whether he was just hanging around, there, it's not one hundred percent clear what age he was. But he went up with his cousin to hear it. I remember Yudimarav Shem ben Arba'im v'Shtayim There's another in Shem Hashem, higher level of of kedusha or whatever. Shechina forty two letters. Ein Someone has to be Tzenua ve'onov has to be at least half his years, that's where the idea of 40 years old to learn Kabbalah, etc. comes from, The he's not someone who gets angry, it's someone who's totally in control of his faculties, right? so he doesn't drink, he doesn't get angry, he doesn't, he's totally in control of everything he has, and therefore that's the kind of person that can learn that Shem Hashem, here's your boy, someone who knows that Shem Hashem and only uses it appropriately, they must told, so obviously, people are going to be—you don't start up with such a person. Okay, so this was just brought here. I got the idea of things that we only teach once in a while, like these families that are psulim that we only give over that information once every seven years. Back to our sukkah. Amar Shmuel Mishmade Saba Bavel Becheskes Ksherei if you marry someone from Bavel, as we'll see in the Gemara at the end, where exactly Bavel, what are the boundaries of Bavel, whatever Bavel is, anybody from Bavel, any girl you marry from Bavel, a man from every Bavel, until you have a reason to have of something that's possible, otherwise, kosher. Shower, let it's outside Bavol. So then the opposite, right? Everybody who lives anywhere else, you don't know where they're from. what about Eretz so it's Yisrael, Muxak Lipsul, we didn't mention any names. It's Yisrael, Muxak Lipsul, meaning, pasal, Muxak Lekosher, kosher. It's So it depends, if the Muxak Lekosher, kosher, if the Muxak Lekosher, kosher, if the Muxak Lekosher, kosher, kosher, what does that mean? It's about Guf HaKasher, what you just said about it, it's I'm at Muxak Lekosher, kosher, masherah, stama, is kosher. You said, Bavel, stama, is kosher. Shara, tzai, stama, is kosher. Now it's Yisrael, you seem to be saying, a Shtera, minei, obeyed. He said muktzek lepuzzle puzzle, which means stam eretz yisrael is kosher. Then he said rather than muktzek lekosher kosher, mashma stam eretz is puzzle. So what's a stamp person from eretz like Bavel or like the other lands? Can the heisya isha can the heisya isha miyade? When you go marry someone, a stamp person from eretz yisrael should be considered puzzle before you make a shiduch check. Because stop people from Israel, you consider possible. But if you already married them and you didn't check or you didn't realize or whatever it is, maybe you thought they were from Bavel. Turns out they're from Israel. Once you're already married, then as long as they're from Israel, you can assume that they are kosher and you can leave them. And you can leave the marriage as is. So one's the chatchila, one's b'diyah. Amor Av. kosher mi Bavel. If you hear someone speaking the Babylonian version of Aramaic, Masil So that's a good way to know whose kosher, was possible based on the language they speak. But in the Dikramai nowadays people just go and learn Arama- Babylonian Aramaic. So you should think that they're Mayuchas. So that's not necessarily a good check anymore. Now, listen to this story. Ziri, who learned in the base marriage by Rabbi he avoided Rabbi Right? This is always uncomfortable. When the Hashiva says, I want you to marry my daughter and you don't want to. Right? So that's always an uncomfortable situation. So he read a Shaddik to, to his Talmud Ziri to marry his daughter. And he didn't want to marry her. They were traveling somewhere, they got to some stream, which was difficult for Rav to cross over the stream by himself, apparently. So Ziri picked up and put him on his shoulders and carried him across the stream. So Rav said, like, my terrorist, you're giving me all this Kshara carry carrying me across the water. Bunsen like Sharon, but you won't marry my daughters? Right, this is you know really uncomfortable. So he said, "What's the issue?" So he said, "The issue is Rabbi Yechenun's from Eretz Israel. Eretz Israel." We said there might be psulim in the family. So he says, "Rabbi Yechenun, my datecha, what are you afraid of?" We said all the everything, but he came up to Eretz Israel. So Eretz Israel has psulim, and I'm from Eretz Israel, so that's why you don't want to marry my daughter. Said a, an interesting shot in the Mishnah. We said Otto Khanavil Israel Kulu Slicky. So we said ten groups went up. And part of those groups was Kanamvil Misraelim. Does that mean all Khanamvil Misrael went up to Arts Israel? Obviously not. Most of the Khan stayed back in Bavel. So Kiyekhad Ishtar Mihani, just like many Kahnamal Vim stayed back in Bavel, Ishtair Nam Mihani. So a lot of the Psulim stayed in Bavel as well. So you're no better than me. So why aren't you marrying my daughter? I guess when come to the Shaduchim, Rabbi forgot the other mind The Rabbi explained, which we've said many times. No, the psulim he made sure everybody went in. Therefore, someone who's from Babel is more meyuchus than someone from Ritz Israel. So, that's why Ziri from bubble did not want to marry Rabbi Yechenon Ula iklo Pompadisa. Here we go to the story. Ula comes to pampadisa, the the bey Rabbi He comes to Rabbi base minister. menuch. Chazal Rav prayed the god of Leinosef, he's an elder bacher, Shidduch crisis, but it was a self made Shidduch crisis. He was an old bacher, and uh, he wasn't getting married. So he asked the father, the Rabbi Yehuda, why why aren't you marrying your son off? What's going on here? Now, it's not clear. How old he was? He might have been sixteen or something. I don't know. But right, why aren't you marrying your son off? He said, because every resume I get, he puzzles. right? He tells me that I don't, this yichus is no good and that yichus is not good and therefore he won't marry anybody. What do I you mean? You think you have pure yichus and therefore you're not going to marry anybody else? Who says who, you know who you are? Right, Maybe you're from the people it says in the Megillah Secha, that many of the women who came into Bavo were raped by the Goyim. And therefore, many of those children were a result of those relationships. Those relationships are a result of those unions. And therefore, we can be possible as well. So, that you're so mayuchos that you can't marry anybody. Even if you're going to say, no, I'm not worried about that, because even if the, we come from those families that were the result of a rape by a goy, but Le-maisa, the of the vlad's not a, a mamzer. We had a discussion whether it's or not, but we pasuk it's not a mamzer, so it's still kosher. We're still m'yuchas. Still, the dilemma Maybe we're still from other pasul families that you're not familiar with. The pasuk says in Amos, "Hasheichu mitay shein al the pasuk, Shat, the pasuk is talking about members of Kli so who were so rich that they ignored. The, the signs of the impending gulls that were about to happen. They slept on beds that were made out of ivory from from uh, from elephants. and they had plenty of, of gashmias in their houses and around their beds. That's Pasha in the Pasik. tried to say in the that they stand around their house not dressed and they, they urinate and go to the bathroom right next to their bed. Meaning disgusting gross people but still, that pshat doesn't make sense in the Pesach. But God said, I don't like that Peshat either. Yachi, what does it mean when it says in the Pesach, right afterwards, a few Pesach later, V'chein ata yiglu that you people who are who are just described in the previous pasuk, you're going to be the first people to go into Golas. So pasha pshah in the pasuk means the people who are ignoring the signs of the impending Golas, Because Baruch Hu says you're the first ones I'm going to send. But if you're going to say it's referring to some other type of midah, because mishum the because they go to the bathroom next to their beds, a room not dressed, you go to That's a reason to go into Golas? That doesn't make sense. ravo Rather says Ravo, What's pshah in the pasuk? Elam and That's what it's to, get to us. They have. Uh, they eat with other people's families, zu and they connect their beds, meaning they're swapping wives one to the other. and the when they make their beds disgusting, meaning they're being mazana with Ash which of course creates Mamzeros. So he said to behuta so maybe you're not from those people who were B'zana with the Goyim. Maybe if you are, those people are kosher. But it's clear when they came into Golis, there were many mamzerim that happened that came into Bavel. So yes, Ezra cleaned it out. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But that's not a reason to not get married altogether. You're going be so afraid of yichus, You're not going to get married altogether. It doesn't make any sense. He says, how do I know? So how do you check, right? You can make all the phone calls you want, but how do you actually know who's miyuchus?'" So, um, uh, I have a an external simon. If someone is quiet that is, and doesn't argue and fight with other people, that's a simon Look at this amazing Rashi. Rashi says, It's about the third line down in the Rashis, but uh, ten lines down in small lines. Shatkanis. Look for families that are quiet. people who fight. That's a simon that they have psulam in their family. Shemitech because they were a apostle, and therefore other people didn't want to marry into those families, not shu eva the reason they fight so much is because over the Darius people didn't want to marry into these families, so they created lots of conflict. And therefore, if you see families that are fighting with each other, that's a simin that there's psulim over here. The to be tikusa. The miyuchas and baval, those people are quiet. They're quiet. They don't have anything to fight about. That's important. And Therefore, if you want to know who's miyuchas, you don't have to go check DNA. Or you just check the external way that people act. And if they act quietly, and they're, they're nice with other people, that's a simon that they are meyuchas and you should marry into those families. Oh, Nirmas has amazing stories about this. Ki hai debat ki b'nei in Eretz Yisrael, <clears throat> in Eretz Yisrael, when they wanted to check which families are meyuchas not, because Eretz Yisrael was a real problem. Ki manzu beitrei ba'adi adadi, when you saw two families fighting with each other, so haim in ayu dekodim v'shasik, whichever one gave in and was quiet first, haim hiyuchas trei. So if they're fighting with each other, there's some sort of simon. But whichever one gave in first, just stand on the side quietly, that's the Meuchas family. Amarav Shtikusa, the Baval Hani Yichusa, they want to check who's the Meuchas people in Bavl, just check which ones are quiet. And he said, Va'ikla Rav but we know Rav came and he was checking families, checking Mashma, that he was checking the actual Yichus, he was actually checking the That's what he was looking for. The way he checked Ichus was by going around and checking who was quiet. check who's quiet, who's not quiet, then you can know, based on that, which families are i Listen to this. If you see two families, two people, not getting along with each other, one of them is possible. The Ain sai Lidabek is not letting them get together. In other words, there might be a chashash, two families, two neighbors. Oh, let's make a shidduch, your daughter, my son, but one of them is possible. So Kashboko creates a fight. They're arguing over you know his defense the, the right size or whatever it is, and that creates a machelik between the two families, but if Kashbokh is doing it for a reason, so he's doing it so that they don't make a shidduch one to the other, so we can keep people from marrying Pasul. Amazing Gemara. You don't really have to worry about it. But if you see family that's constantly in Machlekes, you have to, you have, to, you have, to you have to, be careful. Something, something's going on over there. Amar of Papa Saba So Rav said over. We'll see this type of Gemara in tomorrow as well. That they used to label certain cities as more or less puzzle when it comes to Yichus. So he says, Bovel is Bria. So the, Bavel is not just an area. There was actually a city in Bavel called Bavel. So Bavel, that city is Bria. That city is clean. We know everybody in that city is kosher. Mishon, there's a city called Misha. Misa, that's death. Everybody there is Mamzerib. Stay away from any gross or Misha. Madai, there's a place called Madai. Chayla, they're sick. Meaning, most of the people are fine, but there are some people there that are bad yichos. Ilem, another city called Elaim, they're goysseses. They're not all dead, like Mishon, but it's definitely not good. Ma ben What's between a chon and a geysis? Rav Regular sick, if you have regular illness, most people survive. Rav lemisa. But Rav definitely go to Misa, and therefore you should stay away from those cities as much as possible. Says the Gemara, and here we go. Ad So we just said, we've established many times, that bavel is considered more miyuchas than outside Lands. Although so there's three stages. We said there's Yisrael, there's Bavo, and there's Shara okay, well, what is considered Bavel, what's Gesheirat, so we know where the borders of Eretz Yisrael are for these halachas, sort of, but when it comes to determining what's considered Bavel and what's considered not Bavel, then it's really a little bit tricky. So what are the demarcations? Now, as Rashi says, from this suya we're going to see the basic demarcation. If you have any various art school, Gemara's in front of you, I think they have a map there somewhere, Bem Um but if you have here, ultimately, the Mavoah Talmud it has a very nice map, this introduction to the Talmud from the art school. I can't make copies of this, I but they have this map as well so basically there's two rivers that run through what's modern day Iraq we call them the Euphrates River and the Tigris River or as they're known in Chazal the Chidekel and the Pras uh, and they run now Rashi says, a little bit tricky over here Rashi tries to figure out the geography based on the Gemara and Tyson says he gets it wrong and he did get it wrong because Rashi says that these rivers flow north to south and these rivers do not, south to north, Rashi says. And you'll see why he says that. They don't. They flow north to south. They start, like, in Turkey area from Syria, and they flow down all the way through Iraq. Now, the two rivers work that the Pras River is the one that's on the west, the Euphrates. It's closer to Israel. Nechidekla is the one that's on the east. At the bottom, before they get into the, the, the Persian Gulf, they actually meet together. Okay? So they meet together. Uh, this area between these two rivers, this is what we just learned in the precious breishes, Gan Eden, etc., um, and this is where civilization was. Okay, the Babylonian civilization for thousands of years, whatever, was between these two rivers. Obviously, all civilization is around water, so you need to be around rivers. It was all between these two rivers. Bavel was located between these two rivers. Now, these two rivers get wider and, and uh, not the river itself, but the area between them gets wider. The rivers sort of flow in an interesting shape. There are parts that are wider, parts that are closer together. And everybody agrees that the area between the rivers was definitely, had at least from some point north and some point south, we'll see in a second, is definitely as a din of bubble. That's no question. Argamar now wants to know the demarcation lines around them, meaning how far north between the rivers, how far south between the rivers, and how far east and west past the rivers. But everything between the rivers is for <laughs> sure kosh. So let's see it in the Gemara. So where does Bavol extend to? So Rav Amar Ad Nahar Azak. So Rav over here, the first one we're talking about is going to be from the Chidekel, from the Tigris River, which we said is on the east side. So past the river, how far east past the river can you go and still be considered Bavo for Yichos? So Rav says until Nahar Azak, some other river, don't know where that is, Shmuel Amad Nahad Ye'uni until the Har yuni that would also be considered it sounds like Shmuel sang a little bit further, that would also be considered Bavo Le'el bediglas Arhecha, so now Le'el means north and south now it's not clear which is the north and which is the south okay, Rashi who's learning that the rivers are flowing south to north says that when it says over here Le'el, we're talking about the south Tysus learns that the rivers are flowing north to south as they are, so it's not clear in Tysis if La'el means the north or the south. But we're definitely trying to figure out what are the northern demarcation and the southern demarcation on these rivers. So Lael Badiga Sarecha, what are the demarcations on again, either north or south, to know which we're talking about? Ravama ad Bagda vaAvna Avna, ad Mushkuni, Vulay Mushkuni Bichal. He said, But the city of Mushkhuni is not considered part of Babel, it's already considered chutzlans. says it's not true. Vamar of Gaila Gaila, when I use the word Gaila does not mean external to Babel Gaila is actually referring to Pompadisa, which is definitely one of the cities inside Bubble hundred percent. So Mushkuni said does have a deen of Pompadisa, and therefore it is Ryuchus. El so ad u Mushuni he actually is including Mushuni in the borders. So that whatever the north or the south is, the opposite one. So I'm ad There are two apamias. It's the lower one. There are two of them. One was further north, one was further south. One of them was considered everybody there was kosher, it's considered part of the bubble area. One was all parsa. They're very close to each other, just the parsa apart. However, they did not get along. They didn't even borrow fire or matches one from the other because the kosher one did not want to have any relationship with anybody from the pusel one so that they don't intermarry and mess up the yichus. <laughs> the way to remember which is which: the Psulah, had the Mishtoy Mishnis. The one over there that they spoke the Mishnah, ver, Mishnis version of Aramaic is possible because we said Mishan was one of those cities we said was totally puzzle. So the the one over here that spoke Mishan version of Aramaic, whatever it is, they were puzzle. So that is on the Chidekel. That's on the Tigris side. The Pras on the western side. The Elba Pras Adhecha. So Rav Amad Akud the Tulbaniki Shmuel Amad Gishah the Bay Pras. Some kind of bridge. Rabbi Yochanan Amad Ma'avra the Gizma. He said apparently even further Ma'avra the Gizma. So Malaiat Abaya. Abaya went upset. He said, How could it be? He said, Rabbi Yosef, Adirav. He got upset at Rav. How could you say that it goes that far? What do you mean? the way we learned it is Shmuel was extending Bavel even further. So Shmuel was more makel than Rav. So why is Abai upset at Rav and not upset at Shmuel? So no, El Eliat Abai disagreed with both of them. He held brother that on this side of the Euphrates, it's much smaller. Or he by he was upset at Rav, not at Shmuel. The Gish of the Bay the of the Bay Pros that Shmuel was talking about actually moved over the years. Okay? And therefore it moved. Now it was moved further along. And actually in Shmuel's days, it was actually further upriver. And therefore Shmuel's was actually smaller than Rav, not less. the Prasad So you talk to me about north and south. Now we don't have to talk about south and the Pras, Rashi says, because the pras and the Chidekel merge at the bottom. So we don't have to worry about that at all. We only have to worry about north and west. So we discussed the north part. We didn't discuss the west part. How far west? Of the Pras rivers, also considered inside Bavel. So are worried You about the city called Biram. de Biram the best people from Pumbedisa who we set are for sure, They do marry people from Biram. So therefore, you could consider Biram to be part of Bavo for yichus. Papa. Now it gets interesting. where the boundaries are. getin. Oh, let's go back. Back to Masech Git and Dav Beis. Masech HaSgit and Dav Beis, we said, maybe get to Chutzarts, you have to say, B'Fan and Echta, B'Fan and Echta. B'Am Shech we said, that's only when you're going from Eitz Yisrael to Chutzaraz. But if you're going from Eitz Yisrael to Bavel, you don't have to, because in Bavel, the B'Ki and L'Shma, and we said between Bavel and Eitz Yisrael, there was many with Metsuya, so people knew the signatures. What's Bavel? It says, these boundaries that we just gave for Yichus, those are the same boundaries for the terms to get in. That if you bring a get from Bovel to Eretz well, you don't have to say but if you bring it from outside these boundaries then you do have to say but if you bring Rabbi Rebbe says no is all these boundaries just said is only for the yichus issues of a legitin when it comes to Gitin, which is a Lashma issue or a are people traveling back and forth issue arba there's a certain bridge or whatever it is that bridge is where the boundary is no further it's not clear obviously we had four boundaries we have to discuss if Yoshi only said one of them but Yosef's point is these two halachas are not necessarily connected one to the other yichus is one thing and knowledge might be something something totally else and therefore we have to determine for gittin what that would be. Okay, we'll stop.